And before we begin our Torah study, let's pray together. Paruchata Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam, Asher Kitshanu BeMitzvotavet Sivanu LaAsok BeDivrei Torah. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the Universe, who sanctifies us with His commands and commands us to engross ourselves in the words of Torah. Amen. Tomorrow, Saturday evening, we enter the great biblical holiday, Shavuot, or we know another name is Pentecost. Shavuot begins in the sixth and seventh days of the month of Sivan, and is exactly seven weeks after the second day of Passover. And it is the second of three great feasts, or Shalosh Regalim, three major holidays. First one, Pesach. Shavuot, and third one, Sukkot. This holiday has five names. First, Shavuot, which means weeks. The second name, Hakakatsir, or Festival of Harvest. Also, Hakabikurim, Festival of the First Fruits. And also, Zman Matan Torateinu, Feast of the Torah Giving. And the last name, Atzeret, means assembly. This uh, holiday, Shavuot, uh, has few meanings. The first aspect, the annual agricultural cycle in ancient Israel. And the second, I believe, one of the most important meanings of Shavuot, it is the giving of the Torah to Israel at the Mount of Sinai. Therefore, the feast is also called the celebration of the Torah. On Passover, the Israelites, having made their exodus from Egypt, gained physical freedom. And on Shavuot, they gained spiritual freedom. With the receiving of the Torah, the Jewish people were transformed into a nation of free people, God's people, the people of the book. Such a remarkable transformation by an entire nation reveals the role of Passover. That liberation from slavery finds its fulfillment in freedom to serve God. Shavuot reveals a distinction between the freedom from slavery and the freedom to serve the Lord. Today, God appears to his people, addressing his Torah to all nations of the world and each person as an individual. That is why two events the celebration of the beginning of the harvest and the giving of the Torah became one celebration for Israel. The Torah explained this connection by pointing out that Israel is God's firstborn, the first harvest dedicated to God. The next meaning, the descent of the Holy Spirit or Ruach HaKodesh and the birth of the first Jewish Messianic congregation in Jerusalem. And we know this promise from book of Micha or Micah, chapter 4, verse 1 and verse 2. I would like to read it, Micah, chapter 4, verse 1 and verse 2. But at the end of days, the mountain of Adonai's house will be established as chief of the mountains and will be raised above the hills. Peoples will flow up to it. And verse 2. 
then many nations will go and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of Adonai, to the house of the God of Jacob. Then he will direct us in his ways, and we will walk in his paths. For Torah will go forth from Zion, and the word of Adonai from Jerusalem. This is a beautiful description of Shavuot and defines a prophetic direction for the people of Israel. And we know this prophecy from Micah chapter 4 was accomplished in Jerusalem 2,000 years ago. Micah or Micah gave a prophetic word about the coming of the living Torah of God, the Holy Spirit, Ruach HaKodesh, on Mount Zion. And also he speaks about the coming revival of the Jewish people. New Testament reveals the meaning of uh, Micah chapter 4 on Shavuot. We can find this revelation in book, chap uh, book of Acts chapter 2, verse 1 through verse 4. This is accomplishment of this ancient prophecy from Micah, prophet Micah. Acts chapter 2, verse 1 through verse 4. When the day of Shavuot had come, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And tons, like fire spreading out, appeared to them and settled on each one of them. They were all filled with the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, and began to speak in other tongues as the Ruach enabled them to speak out. The Tvila, an immersion in the Holy Spirit, gave disciples supernatural power to live in the Lord or for the Lord and serve Him in spiritual gifts. And we know that as a result of the descent of the Holy Spirit into Jerusalem, so those who received His message were immersed, and that day about 3,000 souls were added. It is in Acts chapter 2, verse 41. So 3,000 people came to the Lord, came to know in the Lord, and they were immersed in the Holy Spirit, in the Ruach HaKodesh. I want to read one place from the Torah portion and connect it with Shavuot. Today's Torah portion be Midbar in the desert, and I would like to read Numbers chapter 2, verse 2, and also verse 17, two verses. So, Numbers 2, 2. The people of Israel are to set up camp by clans, each man with his own banner and under his clan's symbol. They are to camp around the tent of meeting, but at a distance. And verse 17. Then the tent of meeting with the camp of the Leviim or Levites, Levites will set out with the other camps in front and behind, they will go in the same order as their camps are set up. Each man will go forward in his position under his banner. The truth is that our Lord is the God, is the Lord of order. The Lord always brings order out of chaos. He began that on the first day of creation when he brought order out of chaos. 
and he still does that today. I want to draw our attention to the order in the camp of the Israelites. Every tribe had a special place in the camp. Everything was in perfect order. And even Balaam, the enemy of Israel, he said this verse in Numbers chapter 24, verse 5. The enemy of Israel, he said this verse. verse How lovely are your tents, Yaakov, your campants, Israel. This is a beautiful picture of how the Lord brings shalom to us in our lives. When he comes into our lives, he introduces his order into your life, into my life, and it becomes orderly. Orderly. Today the Holy Spirit is right here in the midst of uh, our life situations. He is communicating with us, revealing himself to us, and, wa and wanting us to open up in trust in him. He is a person, and person addresses us. Every believer needs to know the reality and power of the Holy Spirit who brings life to us. I would like to read John chapter 7, verse 38 and verse 39. These two important verses for us. John 7, 38 and 39. Here's the promise from our Savior, our Lord, Yeshua the Messiah. He said to us, Whoever believes in me, as the scripture says, out of his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. Now he said this about the Ruach, the Holy Spirit, whom those who trusted in him were going to receive. For the Ruach was not yet given, since Yeshua was not yet glorified. Without him, without the Holy Spirit, we can never live in the power of God and experience his presence in our daily walk. We need Holy Spirit in our lives. We know that Bible describes the Holy Spirit in different ways, and under various names. For example, Bible says that the Holy Spirit he is the good spirit. In Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 20, he, uh, the Lord called uh, his spirit the good spirit. I would like to read it, Nehemiah chapter 9, 20. And you gave them your good spirit to instruct them. Also, in Bible, Holy Spirit called the Spirit of God. Also, the Comforter, the Spirit of Truth, the Spirit of Messiah, the Spirit of Adoption, and also the Spirit of Grace. It is the Spirit of Adonai, Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit. And He is here now, and we can know Him personally, each one of us. The Lord Yeshua promised that He would send the Holy Spirit to all who obey Him. John chapter 14, verse 16 and verse uh, 17 and 18. Here's the promise to all of us. Yeshua promised to us, I will ask the Father, and He will give you another Helper, so He may be with you forever. Forever. Not only in this life, but forever. In life after this life. Verse 17, The Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot receive because it does not behold him or know him. You know him because he abides with you and will be in you. I will not abandon you as orphans. I will 
come to you. Here's two promises. The first one, he will abide with you. Then Yeshua was with his disciples. He was their teacher. They experienced the power of the Holy Spirit through him because they lived in the presence and the Holy Spirit surrounded them because Yeshua was with them. But here's the next promise. But the time is coming when the Holy Spirit will be in you. On the day of Shavuot, the Holy Spirit, Ruach HaKodesh, filled the hearts of the first disciples of Yeshua and built a place where His presence might abide inside of them. What a tremendous promise our Savior Yeshua gave us. He promises us that we would never be alone and abandoned. His presence fills our lives with meaning, energy, and God's power. His presence. One of the most beautiful promises the Bible has given us. It is Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Here's the promise from the Lord. But you will receive power when the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and through all Judah and Samaria and to the end of the earth. In Jacksonville too. Power. Power of the Holy Spirit. It is the ability and power to keep moving, to keep going on as believers. We are in need of His presence to do the will of the Lord. Live godly lives and spread the good news of salvation across this earth. We need His power. So, I would like to ask a question. How can we be filled with the Ruach HaKodesh? So, let's read the example of how it happened with Yeshua's followers. I would like to open book of Acts chapter 1 and also Acts chapter 2. We'll read a few verses from, from the from book of Acts. So, Acts chapter 1, verse 4 and verse 5. Now, while staying with them, Yeshua, he commanded them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait for what the Father promised, which he said, you heard from me. For John immersed with water, but you will be immersed in the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, not many days from now. And chapter 2, starting with verse 1. When the day of Shavuot, or Pentecost in different translation, when the day of Shavuot had come, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And tons like fire spreading out appeared to them and settled on each one of them. They were all filled with the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, and began to speak in other tongues as the Ruach enabled them to speak out. And verse 5. Now Jewish people were staying in Jerusalem, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when this sound came, the crowd gathered. They were bewildered because each man was hearing them speaking in his own language. What a picture. 
what the picture here. So here's the few keys to us how they received the Holy Spirit, His presence. The first one, they waited. They kept trust and had faith in the promises of scriptures and the words of Yeshua. It was not just a passive expectation of something incomprehensible. And they actively and earnestly prayed for the descent of the Holy Spirit. The Lord wants, there is no question, He wants to fill us with His Spirit. The whole question is whether you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. The second key, they prayed. They prayed and prayed and prayed in faith, in trust into the Lord. We can't neglect our prayer life. It is critically important for our spiritual lives. They believed in Yeshua's promise, gathered in Jerusalem, and asked it to be filled with the Holy Spirit on the Feast of Shavuot, as Yeshua promised them. They were ready to receive the promised Holy Spirit in their own lives. We need to pray, we need to break through, we need to build our prayer life and expect the Holy Spirit to fill us with His presence. We need to do that. And the third key, they were together in unity. You know this saying, where two Jews, there's three opinions. But that was the place of miracle. 120 Jews were together in unity. It is so important to be with people who serve and worship the Lord in unity and share the same goal. Goal is to serve the Lord with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your life. Today I pray that we will be filled with the Ruach HaKodesh and walk in His presence. I would like to close with uh, praying for Jerusalem, praying for Israel. I would like to read Psalm 122 and it will be my prayer, my prayer for, for the peace of Jerusalem. Please join me in reading Psalm 122. I would like to start with verse 6 because I believe Shavuot is the time when we, need, when we pray for Jerusalem with all our heart that the Lord will fill Jerusalem with His presence and open Yeshua to the people of Israel. So I would like to read Psalm 122 and it will be my prayer. Verse 6. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May those who love you be at peace. May there be shalom within your walls, quietness within your places, palaces. For the sake of my brothers and friends, I now say, shalom be within you. For the sake of the house of Adonai our God, I will seek your good. Yes, Lord, we thank you so much for this wonderful time, Lord. And we ask for the peace, for peace in Jerusalem. We ask for peace in Israel. And we ask for revival in your place, in your city, Jerusalem. We ask it in the name of Yeshua, the Messiah. Amen. In the end, I want to remind you that if Beth Israel is a blessing to you, please consider being a blessing to Beth Israel. We will close with Aaron's blessing as we normally do at Beth Israel and we will return to Eric's home for his final song. So let us pray together. Shalom. 
May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Shabbat Shalom, Mishpacha. Shabbat Shalom.